The Grand Thrive Podcast, episode 138, Satsuma Street, a success story. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name is Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, welcome to another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. It's awesome to have you with me here today. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the show. If you do enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or Android, however you listen to it. And if you want to support the show, there are a couple of ways you can do that that are really easy. Uh, first of all, obviously leave a review and a rating for the show on iTunes or elsewhere. Uh, the best two places really are iTunes and on the Create and Thrive Facebook page. So let me know what you think about the show. Let other people know what you find valuable about the show and how it's helped you with your creative business. The other way is to become a member of the Thriver Circle, my community and educational hub for makers all over the world. Head on over to thrivercircle.com. A big thank you to every single member of the Thriver Circle. They really are the people that make this podcast possible. Without them, I couldn't afford to spend the time every week creating this free podcast for everybody. So thank you to the members of the Circle for being there and making this podcast possible. Not only will you obviously support the podcast by becoming a member, you also get one extra members-only episode every single month as well as exclusive access to a whole bunch of workshops, courses, and our private community uh, of hundreds and hundreds of makers who are passionate about turning their handmade hobby into a thriving, profitable business. And that's what it's all about. You may also like to know that membership to the circle is about to go up in the next few weeks. I am going to be raising the price. It is currently 15 Australian dollars per month to become a member, but that price is going up to 29 Australian dollars per month very soon. But if you get in now and become a member before the price rise happens, you'll lock in the current lower price for as long as you remain a member. So if you've been thinking about joining us for a while, now's the chance to get in before the price goes up. This week, I have our first success story for you, uh, a little episode giving you the story of a successful creative business in my own words. If you are interested in submitting your own business as a success story, I'll give you more information about that after the episode. But for now, let's get started. The words grandma or kitsch are not what you would use to describe Jodie Rice's beautiful cross-stitch patterns from her store, Satsuma Street. As an avid crafter who likes to try my hand at everything, I was quite gobsmacked by the beautiful and unique patterns, which are modern, bright and fun. And if I ever give embroidery a go, this will be number one on my to-buy list. Listen on to hear how Jodie's amazing career story started and how she has sold, wait for it, (laughs) over 39,000 patterns on Etsy since 2013. So Jodie's careers have all been creative ones, but they've been very different She has a degree in costume design and she started her working life as a seamstress and costumer. 
After doing that for a while, she decided to go to film school and she got her master's degree in animation. She worked in Hollywood in the visual effects field for big action movies, but after a few years, she got tired of the intense hours and unpredictable nature of the entertainment business. And that is when she decided to start her own business, designing cross-stitch patterns. And at first, like many of us, it was just a side hustle. Much to her surprise, Satsuma Street took off almost immediately, and within a year, it had become her full-time job. The biggest challenge that she faced was trusting her own instincts. She started to get all kinds of offers for ways to expand and diversify. But when you run your own business, she says, it's hard sometimes to trust your own choices. I think that's something we can all relate to. Making the decision to trust her gut and only say yes to things that felt right to her has been tough, but so far it's worked out for her. She said that her biggest success moment so far was when she was approached by the public radio show Marketplace, who wanted to do a story on her business. And she says, I just about fell over. I was so surprised. This radio story ran nationwide over a three-day period, so it was really fun for her to watch the traffic to her shop go through the roof as people all over the country discovered her and I think that's really interesting you know sometimes we do happen to get these big breakthrough moments that really skyrocket things but not always when I asked her about her doubts like what doubts does she have about her business her future creative direction and are there things that she yearned to achieve but hadn't yet found the time for and she said that Finding the time to achieve all your ideas is the most common struggle that she hears from other creative entrepreneurs. And that's, that's definitely her greatest frustration these days because she always already works seven days a week and still doesn't have enough time to do it all. And she says, because I've always managed to make a living for her, her creativity in some way, she doesn't doubt that she'll make you'll she'll find a way to keep doing that, even if she can't totally predict what the future would hold. On creative slumps and inspiration and how she handles this, she says, I definitely go through creative slumps, but I've come to think of them as a normal part of the creative process and try not to let them worry me too much. As one of her artistic idols, Corita Kent, said, The only rule is work. It's the people who do all of the work, all of the time, who eventually catch on to things. So if she's feeling stuck, she still tries to do something creative every single day, even if it's just going to a museum and staring at a favourite painting. She thinks as long as you stay mindful of the world around you and really make a point to notice the beauty and details in even the smallest things, you will always find an inspiration. On time management and work-life balance, she says, My days are really varied. Some days I'm sketching new ideas, others I'm doing nothing but responding to customers and working on social media posts. And that's the great thing about working from home, You can keep your schedule really flexible. 
The downside to working from home is that it's very easy to work seven days a week or till all hours of the night. But she loves what she does, and she doesn't mind working hard. But lately, she says, I've just been trying to listen to my body, and when I start to feel overwhelmed or exhausted, I take a personal day. When it comes to marketing, she says, I happened to launch Satsuma Street right around the same time that Instagram was becoming popular. And she really enjoyed posting process shots and finding other cross-stitch fans there. Jodi encouraged her customers to share photos of the projects they had made using her patterns. And that started a really organic and fun way for new customers to find her. And I am absolutely not surprised by this because her patterns are absolutely stunning and the perfect thing for Instagram. Jodi's business is a really, really excellent example of how you can leverage your customers and customer-created content to build your marketing. And Jodi also says that by using Instagram to document her progress on new designs, she can generate excitement for them before they even come out. And it's a great way to quickly gauge which products will be popular and which ones won't. When I asked her to share one piece of advice she'd like to give fellow makers about running a successful creative business, she says, don't get too upset about people sharing or copying your work. The first time she discovered people sharing her patterns illegally or someone knocking off her designs, it felt like a punch in the gut and her first reaction was to stop putting her work out there in the world. But she's since learned that while the internet can expose you to people who try to steal or copy your work, it also exposes you to many, many more people who will love and respect what you make and are willing to pay for it. Jody says you should definitely protect your intellectual property and defend it when you can, but don't let negativity consume you. The benefits of being able to connect with people all over the world cannot be overstated. So ignore the copycats and just keep making. When I asked her where she saw herself in five years, Jodie said, I hope that in five years I'll still be running Satsuma Street and helping to change people's ideas about what cross-stitch and needlework can be. She's planning on exploring video and web classes so that she can help share her love of the craft to those who haven't tried it yet. And she'd love to expand and start applying her design sense to other products. So hopefully in the next few years, she might make time to make that leap. You can find Jodie on her website, on Etsy, just search for Satsuma Street. And the links to her Instagram and Facebook and her website are in the show notes for this episode. Do you have a success story to share? I'd love for you to submit your story so I can share it on the show here and help other people. Head on over to createandthrive.com, look for the link to podcast, and from there, you'll see the link to submit your success story. I would absolutely love to hear from you and share your story with our listeners. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the Create and Thrive podcast. Remember, subscribe if you've enjoyed the show, and I'd love it if you left a rating or review to let me and other people know what the show means to you. It really helps new people to find the show. 
I'm Jess Van Den, and this has been another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. Goodbye for now.